All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show this week. Hello. You're listening to The Voice of Luke. And I'm Zach. And we're brothers and we watch free movies. And uh, this week we watched Blast Fighter, um, 1984. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, and this is a show... <laughs> Called Broke Box Office. Broke Box Office. Oh man, uh, I don't know if you mm-hmm. can tell how enthused we are already about this. Um, <laughs> man, it does feel like a bit of a return to form for us. Kind of, yeah. Uh, we've had it good for a couple weeks here, um, mm-hmm. and you know, life is all about balance, right? So <laughs> we had to watch some hot garbage. Yeah, back um, on that uh, Ghost Keeper vibe <laughs> going on. That's true, true, Ghost Mixed Keeper like vibes. Effects, like the end of effects, but not as cool. Yeah, Um. so Jeez. it also wasn't what I expected. I don't know, we'll, we'll, we'll get into it when we talk about the, the plot yeah. of the movie itself. I'll talk a little bit about some of the actors. Um, not much... Uh, is happening here with anyone in this um, <laughs> a lot of them a lot of them just have like a couple credits from the 80s in B uh, exploitation shit uh, like this mm-hmm. but you know whenever I whenever we do movies like this I always try and look on the IMDB uh, to look at like uh, trivia or like if they have like bios or whatever on there mm-hmm. um, and 99 times out of 100 they don't but uh, mm-hmm. This time, there's some interesting stuff to talk about with our main man, Michael Sopku. I don't oh, know how to pronounce that either. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's the lead. Mm-hmm. He has uh, four acting credits. <laughs> okay. And they are all in the 80s. Yep. Massacre in Dinosaur Valley, Devilfish, Ooh. Blast Fighter, and 2019 After the Fall of New York. Interesting. So those all sound the same. Yeah. Um. But then it sounds like we watched maybe the worst of his. Yeah, I don't know what this is about, but he has a credit from 2014 hmm. from something called Bad Dog and Superhero. Uh, but the credit is just as coffee shop slash bar local, so it's not like okay. a really significant role. And I've never heard of that film, and so I yeah. I don't know what that's about. But weird, how old must he have been? Uh, he was born in 1954, so he was 60. Oh, I guess that's not so old. Yeah. But this guy has had a very interesting life. Uh, He apparently, when he was younger, he was a merchant seaman for a while. Okay. uh, In the the 70s. And then he laid uh, underwater cable for a while in the North Sea, north of England. And then he went to prison for two and a half Uh years for uh, (laughs) trafficking marijuana. And then yeah, okay. <laughs> he uh, was a model for a while. What? And then he did these couple of, yeah. And then he did these action films in the 80s. And then, and this is according to like just a little biography on IMDb. It says, after calling it a day as an actor, Michael Sopku went on to study medicinal plant science and launched Myron Violet Glass, a California-based company which makes special glass bottles that protect plants from the sun. Hmm. So that's fucking weird. (laughs) But cool, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. uh, He has a lot of different passions, I guess, it sounds like. 
He does. Um, I also would like to read a quote that is under his quotes section on IMDb. And again, I don't know uh, where this is from or the context under which he said this, but it's on his IMDb. It's a little mm-hmm. bit lengthy, but I think it's hilarious and I want to read it. Okay. I think everyone should do his best work or not bother working. We call this genre of, quote, ripoffs exploitation films. Not sexually, of course, in this case, but exploiting concepts and ideas that have already been shown to attract interest and therefore money. Generally speaking, I don't find this a very attractive or noble motivation. If this is the best work these people can do, I thank them for their efforts, thank them for allowing me to be a part of it, and hope they are not just into it for the money. I also hope for them that they can do better in the future. Oh my god. Okay. So he's yeah, like so really looking down he on these people. To Yeah. Um I just thought that was super interesting. Uh, so he yeah. seems like kind of a kind of a interesting guy. What a weird um, attitude to have. And is not a very good actor. Yeah. Well, yeah. He's not like but, better than the rest um, of the movie. He fits right in. No, he is certainly <laughs> not. Yeah. Um, as far as the careers of everybody else goes, it's very similar. Uh, Valentina mm-hmm. Forte plays uh, Connie. She also has like five credits. They're mm-hmm. all in the 80s. Um, George Eastman plays Tom. He has like a couple of more. He also has like written for some stuff. It's it's mm. a lot of Italian stuff. Yeah. Um, because his uh, his legal name is Luigi Montefiore, um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is very Italian. Mm-hmm. Um, the only other like really interesting thing that I kind of wanted to mention was uh, I think it was this guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Ottaviano dell'Acqua. Um, he plays Matt, and I don't even remember what character that is. Yeah, but it's not really important because mm-hmm. he went on from this to just to become a uh, stuntman, and okay. he has over two hundred stunt credits. Whoa, um, including uh, yeah, John Wick two, Quantum of Solace, just a lot of really cool stuff. It seems like a lot of Italian stuff as well, but uh, hmm. yeah, some really big uh stunt credits there so i thought that was cool he probably yeah. has been the most successful out of any of the actors yeah it sounds like um <laughs> i mean he didn't come up with a new way of protecting your plants from the sun but he's, he's made a living <laughs> i guess <laughs> yeah so uh as was expected for most of it but i think it's always fun to find like weird ass little mm-hmm. trivia about these people yeah and you know and and some of them also were dubbed for sure. I think the daughter was completely dubbed. I'm not sure, but yeah. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. <laughs> I, I did here and there. Um, yeah. It's funny because I just chose this like randomly, um, mm-hmm. and we will. I don't know if you saw any of the people who worked on it while you were looking at your part, but um, yeah, yeah. I'll just I'll just go into it. It's directed by Lamberto Bava. Um, yeah, I was gonna ask if you knew that ahead of time. I didn't know that ahead of time. That's hilarious. So that was just a fun little exciting treat. He's credited as John Old Jr., uh, which I guess is like <laughs> his, like, if I was American, this would be my name. So dumb. Um, Lamberto Bava, son of Mario Bava, big time Italian horror and giallo director. Um, you know, he knew Fulci and Argento and those guys. So we're, we're back in that mode. Um, he, uh, Lamberto Bava is the guy who directed Demons and Demons 2, which, um, and Demons 3, The Ogre, which I'd never heard of before. But the first two Demons movies were 
produced and written by Argento, which I think is why people have heard of them and not the third one. Yeah. But, you know, he Lamberto Bava's worked less than I thought he did. Like, I think I confused some of his credits with his father's credits. Mm, um, okay, yeah. He only had, like, less than 30, I think, director credits. But um, yeah. a lot of Italian stuff, TV shows, movies. Um, there is four writers, and I'm just going to go through them quickly. Uh, Luca De Rita is this is his or her only credit. Mm-hmm. And I think that is because another writer is called Massimo De Rita. So I assume oh. they are probably related in some way. It would um, seem so. That guy, I assume Massimo is a man's name, wrote a bunch of Italian stuff that I didn't recognize, but he has a lot of credits. Um, the other writer, Morando Morandini Jr., had six credits. Okay. And then the fourth writer was Dardano Sacchetti, who wrote a bunch of stuff, including City of the Living Dead. Oh, my God. <laughs> so if you want to hear more about him, go listen to that episode. Wow, so not a lot of... Yeah, not a lot going on in the act, uh, the the writing there. Then, I mean, yeah, Dardano Sacchetti. I didn't mention it here just because I've talked about it before, but he, you know, has written a lot of stuff. Um, okay, you know, Jello kind of horror-y stuff. Yeah, um, it's produced by Luciano Martino, who is also a producer on City of the Living Dead and a bunch of other Italian stuff that I I didn't really recognize. Uh, music is by Fabio Frizzi, who I talked about before because he did City of the Living Dead. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, <laughs> that's great so it's it's a real reunion here yeah with, with all these all these people how about um, that cinematography is by a guy named gian lorenzo battaglia who also worked on the robin City williams popeye yeah. movie oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um i've never seen that I've i always wanted either. to it seems totally wild and it, and it, I didn't realize how old it was. It, it yeah. was like near the beginning of his career, I think. Was it before Mork and Mindy? I, I, there's no way you maybe would know not that. I don't before know that. <laughs> Probably not before it, but it was like <laughs> er, er, earlier than anything of his that I've seen. I think. Um, yeah. And you know, Gian uh, Lorenzo also did some Italian stuff that I didn't really recognize. Um, and then for spotlight, I figured I would talk about the color consultant Luciano Vittori. Oh, okay. 45 credits as a color consultant or color timer stuff like that mm-hmm. um you know he did a bunch of giallo and italian horror stuff like city of the living dead and oh my god cannibal holocaust oh my god um, but he also uh did fist of fury which was a bruce lee movie and that mm-hmm. was one of this guy's first credits so hmm. that's kind of fun um, and he had other other little credits, like he was a title designer for The Bird with the Crystal Plumage, which was Argento's first uh, director directing movie. Huh. Um, and then one of his later credits, he did something called print production on Cinema Paradiso. Oh, wow. Which I think is famous. I've never yeah. seen it. I haven't either, <laughs> but I've heard of it. Yeah. So I tried to like, <laughs> I went through that really quickly because... We have talked about a lot of these guys before. Yeah. And also most of their credits are Italian stuff that no one would know what they are. <laughs> but um, it is funny. And and it, now that I'm thinking about it, like comparing it to City of the Living Dead, like mm-hmm. once I did see that these were the people who made it, I my expectations rose a lot higher and then, and then were not met. <laughs> <laughs> they were dashed. Um, yeah. I... I mean, so should we, I mean, first of all, the, <laughs> the first note that I took personally is this is not in the future. Um, cause mm-hmm. based on the name and the poster, I was like, this is totally a future movie. 
but it's absolutely not. Yeah, I was um, expecting more of a sci-fi-ness yeah. to it, but it, it doesn't really have that. Not like, at all. There's only one like little piece of like futury technology, and it barely is involved. Yeah, it's disappointingly. Just a, it's just a a gun. It's just a real fancy fucking gun. Um, and it's a real fucking '80s movie. Yeah, and um, <laughs> okay. So how does it begin? He gets the gun right from. I think I I assume he was getting like I had to use context clues later. I think he's getting out of jail here at the beginning, but he just like walks out of a building, and they don't really explain what's happening. Yeah, so I have like my first note is like, well, I my first note is there's a super 80s like Vestron video logo and yes. then some 80s music. And then a guy with a mustache walks out of a building and I called him <laughs> mustache for about the first half of the movie because they never tell you his name. Nope. Um, And boy, does he have a mustache. And speaking of his name, <laughs> when they do tell you his name, I think they actually do mention his name here. But because it's such an insane O name. I didn't think that that was actually what they were saying. So yeah, yeah, because it's Tiger. Mm-hmm. Everyone calls him Tig. Ugh. Which I guess is Tiger his real like it's a nickname of a nickname because there's no way that Tiger is his like real name. Yeah, he he's credited as I mean the character is credited as Jake quote Tiger Sharp. Okay. Uh, oh, which man. also Tiger Sharp. <laughs> Sounds way too much like Tiger Shark. Dude, yeah, I had that same problem. Like when his, I think his daughter is the one, uh, spoiler alert. Um, yeah. I think she she goes like, are you Tiger Sharp? And I was like, did she say Tiger Shark? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's like, my name's Tiger Shark, but I go by Tiger for short. And I go by Tig for really short. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, he's he's got like a, a feathery haircut and a mustache and a members only jacket. So <laughs> he's that guy. Um, and I don't, I still don't know what this whole first sequence was about. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So he he gets the gun. the 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 guy that he yep. meets up with gives him this uh crazy gun, and he's like, "These are going to be standard issue for the the for mm -hmm. the police force in you know ten years or something like that." And it can shoot all different types of projectiles. It it can even be like a grenade launcher. It can do like whatever it can do all this sorts of bullshit mm -hmm. and why is he getting it that's a good question um <laughs> so i think we because... find out later and i was expecting this to come back around mm -hmm. but it never really does because this old guy is the guy who like turned him in i guess uh, like <laughs> oh like because okay there's there's this there's this one bad like you know okay so there's Let's just lay out the backstory because you get little pieces of it here and there. Yeah, there he, our main guy, Tiger, like witnessed uh, some guy shoot one of his. He used to be a cop, and he witnessed some guy like shoot one of his cop uh, coworkers or whatever. Yeah, and then that same guy also killed his wife, I guess. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and he like witnessed it. He like and then saw he like it. goes to kill that guy. Right. Yeah. But for some reason, this other dude stops him or like tries to stop him, says, you know, we. we... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it, technically cops shouldn't kill people. That's. Not... <laughs> yeah, dude. Listen. Come on. Have you learned nothing? <laughs> right, it right, is right. weird to watch this the kind tiger. of movie nowadays. Yeah. 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 Where like the police officers are, you know, like they're almost like knights. Mm -hmm. It's like a. 
a brotherhood of honor in Mm -hmm. 80s movies yeah um, which is so ironic yeah Uh, (laughs) but but yeah this old guy uh, and he shoots a guy yeah what cops do (laughs) (laughs) um oh man yeah and he goes to jail and there's just an old guy there yeah and and then now he gets out of jail and he's gonna go on some revenge against this old guy who seemingly didn't do anything except turn him in for murdering someone (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah but he you know can't go through that for some reason he has this you know he has the crazy gun and he has like he has it like sighted on the old guy um as he's like leaving a building or something but he just can't go through with it he like doesn't have the heart mm-hmm. so yeah he leaves town <laughs> yeah he just like drives into some fucking town in the middle of nowhere where i guess he already had this ca- like it's his cabin yeah. i guess maybe um outside of uh atlanta yeah yeah i was trying to figure out what the city was as as we're like you know in the city and it, I could not. Yeah. But they do mention later. They said it like halfway through. Yeah, I couldn't either. But yeah, he, you know, he buys some groceries and sort of butts heads with some of the rednecks in town. Yeah. And he's going to like, when he, you know, he gets, he goes to his his uh, cabin and he, then he like goes out to go hunting, I guess. And he like has a deer in his sights, but he can't bring himself yeah. to shoot it. And then so the rednecks shoot for it. some reason now he has this like aversion to violence. Yeah. 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 But. He runs across these horrible rednecks for the first time mm-hmm. um, who want they want to take the deer alive because he tells them he's mm-hmm. like, put it out of its misery. And they're like, no, we got We got to get him alive. And and this eventually leads to this very, very bizarre kind of side plot that I thought was going to be the main plot, but yeah. doesn't end up coming back at all. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I do know what you're talking about. It's I think so there's a weird. bunch of those also. Yeah, yeah. Like there's multiple things that happen that you're like, is this, is this happening for a reason or like? What? But no, they end up going with the least interesting possible like denouement. It's annoying. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I guess at this point, I should also say, have you ever seen First Blood? No, but I saw a bunch of people comparing this to that. <laughs> yeah it is so <laughs> similar that it's like i when you mentioned that guy's like quote about like exploitation movies like exploiting things that people have interest in i'm like that makes a lot of sense like this yeah. movie is absolutely they're like what if we just like made rambo um, <laughs> and then they did <laughs> that's hilarious uh man. but like not as good oh no 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 anyways yeah it, it, there's just stuff that happens so that to so that he is at odds with these rednecks and like they constantly well, he, like, just kind of wants to be left alone for a while. Yeah, he, like, yeah. you know, sort of is like, don't, you know, cause these animals to suffer. And then they, like, get really offended at this and start, like, putting dead animals in his house mm-hmm. and, like, retaliating way overboard. He, I was so pissed because he, like, found this little fawn in the woods and he wanted yeah. to, like, protect it from these crazy redneck guys. So he takes it in and, like takes it into his house and then he like goes and drives to town with it in his car and buys like a baby bottle and some milk like he's gonna like Mm -hmm. feed this fawn and it's really cute but then when he's in town he goes back to his car with the milk and the bottle and they've fucking slaughtered and beheaded his little fawn yeah awful Mm -hmm. yeah and and i was waiting dex him 
Yeah, he does beat up some dudes. But I, and he has the line where they're like, who are you? And he's like, you want to know who I am? I'm a son of a bitch who just wants to be left alone. Yeah. And I was like, yes, there's there's certain like little moments in this movie where I'm like getting getting little glimpses of a, a way more fun movie. But yeah, I I little glimpses. I kind of liked the first like half. Uh, yeah. Because it's it was like setup. we were just talking about, there's a couple of threads that seem like they're going to be interesting, and it's like, ooh, where is where is this going? You know, but then the mm-hmm. the third act is just awful. Yeah, <laughs> there's a specific there's a specific like anyway. I, I have in my mind something you could do to like really fix the movie, and when we get to that moment, I'll bring it up. <laughs> okay, great, I can't wait. <laughs> but for now, he just kind of um, like goes home again. Yeah. Or no, he goes to he goes to see his his old friend Tom. Yeah. Who the relationship with this tom guy is weird i don't know i guess they're childhood friends because yeah. i guess tiger yeah. like grew up here mm-hmm. um that's what it seemed like and tom's brother yeah tom's brother is one of the asshole hillbillies he's like the ringleader of the asshole hillbillies yeah um, and it took me a long time to figure that out because they look nothing alike oh no not at all yeah <laughs> tom has like a beard and is brunette and his brother is like uh stocky and blonde and like it I, yeah yeah he kind of looks like he kind of reminds me of you've seen gilmore girls yeah or have you You know what i have not i don't uh. think i've ever seen a i don't think i've ever seen an episode <laughs> of Gilmore Girls. it kind of reminds me of <laughs> now i'm forgetting this guy's name i think his name's like teddy or something but the guy that luke's sister marries in gilmore girls imagine picture that guy but like <laughs> more redneck okay and cool douchey. yeah <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> oh yeah. So now is when we. But he has the introduce. Uh, yeah, he has the line at this. Scene, Tom has the uh, very ominous line of like because uh, Tiger complains to him about his brother, obviously, and Tom has the ominous line of like if 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 it comes to a conflict between you and my brother, you know whose side I'm gonna have to be on or something like that, and you're like, mm-hmm. okay, so this guy's gonna be the bad guy. Yeah. There's so yeah, there's so many lines like that. I have a quote here that I took down too, where where I think uh, Tiger says this, where he's like, "Anybody who kills animals like that hasn't got far to go before he kills a man." And it's like, like we get it. <laughs> yeah, is this where we get the the scene in the uh like laboratory or whatever? Mm-hmm. With the yeah, racism. At least that subplot is like introduced <laughs> here. Yeah, the scene with the racism. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of slurs like rapid fire right in a row about mm-hmm. this Asian man. Mm-hmm. Um, and apparently this is the reason that that the rednecks uh like want to keep the deer alive because mm-hmm. this Asian man uh makes like tinctures and and potions and things that apparently have like restorative powers and stuff like that and it's I mean it's it's a little bit racist and a little bit orientalist mm-hmm. and but they what the what the gist is like is he'll pay you a bunch. He'll pay you a bunch of money for a deer or for animals that are like still alive. Yeah. For some reason. Yeah. Um, so that's why they do it. Uh huh. And um, Tiger's already like not into this, and then he like goes home and finds another dead animal just like in his house. Yeah. And so he goes back to the to the Asian guy's place, and he's like, "You better get out of here!" And then he like busts it up a bit until some guys come in. Um, this is the high point of the whole movie. Probably, yeah. It's like, honestly a really good fight scene. <laughs> yeah. I I don't remember it I very much because I think the rest of the movie like <laughs> like covered it up. But yeah. I'll take your word for it. 
It's it's like I mean it's unarmed, you know, no one has has weapons and mm-hmm. it the stunt work is just really good. It's a really good fight scene. It it you know, it, it the hits feel heavy and it, it it works well for me. Yeah, I do remember at certain times where I was thinking like the the stuntmen are good at like taking hits. Like it 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 looks good. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. And even later on like some of it is is good, but it just is like way too like quick like Oh my god. Really, yeah. I mean, we'll get to it. <laughs> You never get to enjoy it so fast. Um. Anyways, yeah. T- Tiger's like, hey, if you leave the animals alone, I'll leave you alone. And yeah. Then they just like leave, and then we meet a female lead of the movie, Connie. Who, yeah, like she, you know, she shows up to a gas station where all the rednecks are, and they're like, "Ooh, look at that lollipop!" And it's like, Ugh. all right. <laughs> it's like, how much do you want us to hate these guys? Because mm-hmm. it's a lot. Fuck it. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, certainly. But also, there's this one song that plays pretty much anytime anyone is in a car. Yep. They are listening to the same fucking song. Like so this country music that's like, you know, follow the star or what I can't even remember it, but it it, yeah. it plays at least four times. <laughs> and then it plays over the fucking credits too. <laughs> yeah. Mhm. But um yeah, she, you know, she's looking for Tiger some Someone tells her where his cabin is, and she shows up there, and and she's like acting all. I don't even know. It's such a weird. I don't know why she just doesn't tell him who she is right when she gets there. Yeah, uh, it's very confusing. She he he like doesn't want her there because he's like I'm trying. You know, his whole thing for the first half of the movie at least is like I'm just trying to live my life and be left alone. Mm-hmm. Um, but like she shows up and and. I forget why he even like lets her stay. Doesn't he say he's going to throw her out? But then what changes? Yeah, and then it cuts to him like sleeping outside on the deck while it's raining. And I was like, yeah, dude, you can still like sleep inside. Like, (laughs) yeah, like this is your house. (laughs) Why are you? It's weird. Yeah. And also where are like her friends at this point? They're not there yet. Yeah. Why does she show up before them? (laughs) Why is she there for a while? And then they come up. (laughs) So dumb anyways he tries to like drive her away and apparently the rednecks have cut his brakes so they have to like dive out of the car before it falls off like a really small cliff like they probably could have been okay uh except that it also explodes this scene is insane (laughs) it's insane because there's also like yeah so they've cut his brakes he's remarkably calm about it by the way yeah Um, at first you think he's just doing it on purpose like driving all crazy yeah yeah, to like scare her off maybe or something like that. But but he he's he's you know flying around these corners and stuff in in the woods on this like back road on this dirt road, mm-hmm. and there are burnout sounds happening. Like the <laughs> yeah. tires are screeching. I didn't even think about that on a <laughs> fucking dirt road. <laughs> it's so insane. It's more action packed that way. Oh my god, it's more awful that way. But they jump out at the last second. They, you know, they survive. And the guys are in town and they see like this big smoke plume and they're like, woo, it worked. Let's go check it out. We fucking murdered a guy. Let's go. Yeah. Woo, see we it. killed him. Um, so they drive out there. They see the car and it's on fire and stuff. They run down to it and they're like, where is he? And he has snuck around like and he's up on the on the road and he pushes their truck off the edge and it blows up. Mm-hmm. So well, it's a little tit for tat here. Things are heating up. Yeah. And then here's where, you know, they walk back to the cabin or whatever, and we find out that she's his daughter, 
and he's doing the whole thing where he's like, I'm, I would be no good as a dad. I'm, yeah. I'm so full of anger and violence. And yeah. all I ever wanted to be was a cop and I, I was no good, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, <laughs> okay. Um, and the other two characters show up here too, right? Yes. Pete and fucking the gun guy, like the guy who gave him the gun. Yeah. I don't remember his name. Um, but Pete is like, you get the impression that he's maybe like Connie's boyfriend or something. He's in yeah. college or something like that. Yeah. Um, and then some <laughs> flaming <laughs> barrels of something yeah. come <laughs> rolling out of the woods. It's You know what? There's a lot of fire in this movie. Yeah, this scene was pretty exciting too. And I, yeah, you know what? Also, that's a good thing to bring up now is I feel like the movie has a lot of like, I don't know, action or, or like, or like, yeah. you know, excite, exciting things, but it's not, I mean, it's, it's always the same shit where it's just like, yeah, they spent so much on like pyrotechnics and stuff that they forgot to put any like actual like fight scenes or anything like that. In. Yeah. The budget is clearly reasonably high there's a bunch of explosions there's a helicopter there's these like really elaborate crane shots and Mm -hmm. aerial shots and stuff like that there's clearly a certain amount of budget but Mm -hmm. i think you're right there's no style to it at all and 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 it's and it's always the same it's just like yeah you know at at some point it's just like well i've seen an explosion happen like i've seen cars explode Mm -hmm. and now i'm just seeing it again over and over (laughs) Yeah. Um, it's almost like a stunt show. So they have sort of like set up camp outside of the cabin, but these flaming barrels of fire explode um, their van, which was like the one remaining vehicle, and like fuck up the camp and stuff. But for some reason, it seems like the cabin is fine because he goes mm-hmm. back later. But they kind yeah, of escape you know into what? the I woods. I didn't think about that. Yeah. 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 So they, they end up like by some stream and they like have set up a second camp there and they seem like not really concerned no like, not at all they're like well i'll put together pete's pete's like i'm going to try and put together a radio call the ranger station and and tiger's like all right well you guys stay here you're probably fine i'm going to go look for a car and i'm like the dumbest uh, part do you remember what just happened to you the dumbest part <laughs> like why why would you go and leave them <laughs> why split up <laughs> don't split up mhm but I mean, he gets a car. Yeah. He, so he gets the car and he goes to talk to Tom and he's like, I'm leaving town. You don't have to worry about me anymore. And um, so everything's cool. Right. And they like shake hands. And I'm like, does he think that? When he, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's why he was like, well, I'll go talk to Tom. and Everything will be fine. Maybe but that is not what happens. Oh, no, it is not. Because <laughs> surprise, surprise, some fucking bad shit is going to happen back at the camp by the river. Mm-hmm. Uh, because crazy rednecks are around. Um, also, I just gotta say, like, I, do, I, the casting of the rednecks, like, they're very much like Hollywood, like redneck types. Like, they don't look mm-hmm. very scary. They look like frat boys. Like, they're yeah. Which I guess that's pretty fucking scary, actually. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole different kind of scary vibe. But they're not like. But they do. Yeah. 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 They're more. They're more frat boy predatory than they are like meth head predatory. Yeah, um, it's not, we're not watching like the hills have eyes or anything. Right. Yeah. Um. So they show up, obviously, mm-hmm. and they fucking. How does it? How does the confrontation even start? Uh, they oh, appear they, like, out of nowhere. The, they like break the radio. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they bust up the radio that Pete was working on. Yeah. And they just kind of rough him up a little bit. Like they shove him, they shove him down. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they rough up the other guy a little bit too. And then they begin to assault Connie. And mm-hmm. obviously, I guess I, I had to assume that Pete was unconscious. Like after they knocked it him over. Because Pete doesn't yeah. do fucking shit. Yeah. I, I wrote down that they were both okay. unconscious. And then yeah. the, the, what's his name, just wakes up. The gun guy. Yeah, he has no name. Don't know what his name is. I did appreciate though that like as far as like shitty exploitation movies go, they they did the assault relatively tastefully. Like it's it was like yeah. sort of blurry in the background as like the other guy is trying to wake up and I was like, "Well, thank you for that movie." <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no nudity at all and it's, you know, just kind of it's just kind of the four guys like gathered around her kind of uh, flailing. Like mm-hmm. it's not really anything. Um Yeah. But yeah, gun guy wakes up goes to try and stop it mm-hmm. and they fucking kill him he he's able to like somehow pull all of them off before they realize what's happening right um but then and i'm pretty sure it is uh tom's brother shoots him yep and like kills him and the rednecks are like oh you you killed him and i was yeah, like didn't like, you guys you like it? try and kill someone earlier in this movie <laughs> <laughs> they're so weird about death and like here they're like very like oh man I can't believe we killed someone. And then later on, they're like drinking beer and, and like hooting and hollering, like, woo, let's go on a turkey hunt or whatever. Yeah. It's very, uh, there's, yeah. yeah, the attitude, especially a little bit later on, the attitude towards this manhunt gets real weird. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, they fucking, they kill Pete too here, don't they? Yeah, they also shoot Pete. I think he was our, like, you know, yeah. Of course, they shoot him. He was not long for this world. Um, no. And meanwhile, yeah. Connie runs away, and they are like running after her, trying to shoot her. And Tiger's back, and he like hears the sh- the like gunshots and sort of like runs towards him, and he's able to like get to Connie before they do. Yeah. And here's where I want to talk about how I think you can make this movie a lot better. Okay, go. Is just have her die like right here, <laughs> like yeah. Obviously, she's going to yeah. die. And that's what's going to kick off, like, you know, him, like, doing his thing. But they waste so much time of the two of them, like, running through the woods. And the next, like, the next half hour almost of the movie is so boring. Yep. And, and like, I just kept being like, okay, okay, when are we going to get to it? When is he going to, like, because, you know, he's this, like, it's the whole thing. of Like, he's the violent guy who's, like, put that behind him. And he's, like, living the calm life. And obviously something's going to happen to push him back into that violence because that's what movies like this do. Yes. And they they keep it from you for so long. <laughs> it is really annoying. And, you know, not even to mention his his character involvement, like the the first scene of the entire movie is him getting this gun. Mm-hmm. It's the very it's the super special <laughs> extra magical gun. Mm-hmm. Like he's gonna do something with the gun, but it takes so yeah. fucking long. Yeah. Uh I mean, you know, not to wish death on anyone, but they just kill her. Like, maybe have like a little <laughs> bit of them running away, so you can have like a nice where he accepts being a father. But man, yeah. it, it goes on for so long. Because there's like a sweet moment. There's, I guess, it's kind of sweet. Like he calls her Connie for the first time, and she like her eyes light up, and she's like, "You called me Connie," or like something like that. Well, and then yeah, she die like right there. <laughs> yeah, I kept like it, it's so many left. Like there was like so many shots of like her like earnest face, like. Oh, dad. And I kept expecting to hear a gunshot ring out and her, like, fall over. Yeah. But it never did. <laughs> yeah. Also, it was so funny, that one line where, where you know, he's, she's like, 
Okay, so they try and get to their car, and the car, you know, explodes, as cars do in this movie. Um, <laughs> and then they're running away some more, and she's like, oh, I can't do it, I can't go on. And he's like, he's like, where are your balls, Connie? And she's like, oh, Dad. And I, and I was like, expecting her to be reacting to the weird shit that he just said. But then she was like, that was the first time you called me Connie. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was man. like, yeah, okay. Connie also, that's a, a perfect way to to bring up what i was gonna say which is that she is such a hindrance she always is like i can't mm-hmm. i can't he's like come on let's go we got to run up here and she's like i can't mm-hmm. and he's like come on get in the canoe we're gonna paddle down and she's like i can't and it's like girl fucking get it together <laughs> your life is in danger right now like yeah it's always just like i can't yeah. mm. i never understand that like you realize what's going to happen. Like, they're going to kill you if they find you. It's yeah. not like you can just, like, chill and be like, all right, guys, I give up. So, you know, yeah. forget the chase. Yeah. <laughs> Which also. People do that in movies all the time. And I'm like. Canoeing seemed like a terrible idea, too. Like, let's get well, yeah. in the most wide open fucking possible place we could be mm-hmm. in the middle of this river. Yeah. Because this whole chase scene is happening and the, the posse of rednecks is always, like, just behind them. And they're always mm-hmm. kind of. You know, they're on the other side of the river and they're shooting at us. Um, yeah. And there's one point where, like, they walk across a waterfall and, like, these are just, there's a, just a couple of little beats that happen, but none of them are important. It's just a yeah. chase. They just keep getting chased, chase, keep getting shot at, keep barely escaping. And there's several times where a Tiger's like, I'll hold them off, you escape. And then, like, five seconds later, they're back together again. And I'm like, girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why did you just wait for him? Yeah. Yeah. It happens with the canoe, especially. Where I thought she was supposed to, like, canoe to town. And then he, like, hops in the canoe with her after, like, throwing three Molotov cocktails at the bad guys. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the, co- the Molotov cocktails. Mm-hmm. That really do nothing. No, not really. Also, at some point in here, the uh, little squad of the four rednecks evolves into dozens mm-hmm. and dozens <laughs> of angry, murderous rednecks who are, yeah. like, all totally down for murder they're yeah. all just like yeah whatever cool let's do it let's kill him <laughs> you know what i was i mentioned i was gonna say earlier it's when you when you mentioned bizarre. that it almost feels like the the cars that ate paris where it's like the whole town is just like well yeah. gotta kill these outsiders <laughs> there's so many dudes yeah it does feel like that <laughs> but yeah at some point oh, um uh, connie gets hit in the leg and um tiger has to like fish the bullet out and this scene was kind of like, uh, you know, pretty, pretty. I don't know about gruesome, but like you're, it was like you were like, uh, at least. Yeah, yeah. It's like digging in her leg with a knife. Yeah, it was cool. But then she fucking. Oh, is it? Is and then the 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 helicopter shows up, right? Right. With yeah. Tom. Yeah. The fucking helicopter. <laughs> and, yep. and he tries to get Tiger to surrender. And he does. But mm-hmm. uh, Tom's brother, which I think his name is Wally. Isn't that Wally? It's something stupid like that, yeah. Yeah. So Tom is in a helicopter, and he's trying to broker this like peace deal. And he's like, listen, uh, we will stop hunting you and your daughter, and we'll let you live. But you can't tell anybody about the, um, the two murders we did a couple <laughs> minutes ago. Um, yeah. So... He says something like, you know, we'll trade trade my brother's freedom for your daughter's life. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, and 
Tiger says, okay. And so they sort of, they're also, you know, this is a standoff across the river for like I was saying earlier. And so Tiger says, okay. And they kind of like stand up and start like walking towards the river's edge. Mm-hmm. And Wally just fucking starts shooting at him from across the river yep. and he kills Connie. Yep. And it's berserker time. And I took a timestamp here. She dies and there's 20 minutes left in the movie. And I was like, all right, well, at least maybe this will be a good 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah. So, you know, he just goes into a berserker rage. Yeah. And there's like a little, well, okay. So he like runs off through the the woods. There's like a little montage of him just like murdering dudes. And I did, you know, I thought that was kind of fun, but it lasts for like 30 seconds. And also, um, yeah, some of them are okay. Him running again. Like he guts this one guy with a knife and that looks pretty good. But then there's mm-hmm. also like he gets this guy and he I supposedly drowns this man. But yeah. <laughs> he, it, he holds his he holds his face underwater for genuinely eight seconds. Yeah. And he's like, all right, he's dead. Moving on. It's yeah. so stupid. <laughs> I was like, maybe the guy just did like stopped moving to like fool him. Like maybe yeah. he'll think I'm dead. <laughs> yeah, that's what I would do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and and meanwhile, you know, uh, Tom has picked up his brother in the helicopter, and they're like flying around trying to snipe him. Um, but he ends up hitting them instead. He like he, I think he shoots both legs of Tom's brother. <laughs> yeah, at some point, yeah. And Tom's like, he's turning you into Swiss cheese. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and they radio for even more guys, and, and, you know, now there's a bunch of people all driving cars around, and there's some day-for-night scenes where you can't see fucking anything. Anything. And, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, think at one point he's, like, rappelling down a cliff, and they, like, let his rope loose, but he is, like, fine. Yeah. And eventually, and I wrote this down also, he gets back to his cabin and pulls the gun out from where he hit it, underneath the floorboards and at this point there are 10 minutes left in the movie <laughs> uh, and he i mean he also puts on a black beanie so he can be super tough oh yeah and his like sweater that he was wearing is all ripped up <laughs> and bloody now um mm-hmm. and i mean the last 10 minutes of the movie are exactly what you'd expect he you know w- the super gun with one shot is blowing up cars Mm-hmm. um because that's yeah. how this movie works yeah i took the note that like you know it's just 10 minutes of that really he was explaining at the beginning like oh this is super gun you got all these kind of different bullets mm-hmm. i didn't take a note that one of the bullets kind of looks like the t-virus container from resident evil mm-hmm. um <laughs> but it seems like all the bullets just kind of do the same thing which is blow yeah. up cars yeah like they're all just incendiary bullets except and th- this was the weirdest part to me he's got all these different bullets but they look uh structurally they look like shotgun shells basically Mm -hmm. yeah but then he like flips he like adds this other thing (laughs) on like the muzzle of the gun and it looks like a grenade launcher now and he Mm -hmm. like sticks this like fucking like bazooka like grenade in it but it's a smoke bomb apparently yeah so like the most intimidating looking thing that he has is just a smoke bomb Mm -hmm. and i was really disappointed by that i thought it was gonna fucking I don't know. Do what? Because everything is already blowing stuff up, so I don't know what I was expecting. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say. I took a one note here where, like, a good good portion of this last bit is just, like, explosions and dudes doing, like, front flips in front of explosions, acting like they just got blown out of a car or something. Yeah. 
Yeah, for sure. Anyways, they all decide to retreat. Eventually, he fucking kills Tom's brother. And then he's like, now I'm done. And breaks the cool gun on the tree. That was so dumb. Mm -hmm. Because Tom is still alive. (gasps) And Tom's like right behind him. And he's like, that was a bad choice. Uh, And Tom has a shotgun. And uh, what's his name? Tiger. He pulls like a revolver out Mm -hmm. of like his belt. And it's, you know, it's needlessly poetic. And Tom says some bullshit about like, I knew it would always come to this. Like mm-hmm. me and you, one one shot each or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And like Tiger empties his revolver other than one shot. And then, I mean, Tom clearly has lied and has more than one shot. Mm-hmm. But he wastes his one, and he misses Tiger. So Tiger's like, oh, I'm okay. So he comes out again, and then he tries to shoot him again, and Tiger shoots Tom, and Tiger is okay for some reason. Yeah, so they, they like shoot each other a little bit. Yeah. They shoot each other a little bit. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, that's it? Like, I don't know. Yeah. And the fucking final shot is so goddamn orange. Did you notice that? Yes. I don't know how you couldn't, I guess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It looks like a scene from like a post-apocalyptic movie or something. Oh man. Anyway. And that fucking song plays over the credits. That's this movie. That's, that's Blast Fighter. Blast Fighter. Why? Why the <laughs> fuck is it called Blast Fighter? <laughs> Why does it have such a cool poster? I know. And and okay. I guess in summary, I truly didn't mind the first little bit. I, yeah. I thought um, it might be going somewhere cool when we had the bit about the guy who was making the potions and stuff. I was like, Ooh, maybe Tom is like in on that. And it's, it's maybe it's like an organized crime thing and they're mm-hmm. all a lot smarter than they seem. And it's going to be a lot deeper than, than it seems on the surface, but it's not that it's not deeper than anything. <laughs> it is just, yeah. Yeah. The last 45 minutes are, are, infuriatingly tedious and mm-hmm. repetitive yep yeah i mean i agree like i i, I was kind of into the first half just in like a it's not like great but it, i was like sort of relaxed and i was watching and i was like this is kind of a nice movie to just have on and like yeah it's you know generic kind of stuff but it's fun enough yeah and then it gets so fucking boring and and part of my enjoyment of the first half is i was thinking like boy i can't wait for like all the cool stuff that's gonna happen in the second half or like you know whenever he finally like right jumps off but it just is so long of them like running through the woods like yeah barely not getting shot (laughs) and the redneck guys are always like oh they're just out of our range yeah i even took a note about halfway through where i said like if the acting was a little bit better this would be like pretty good Mm -hmm. um because like the i don't know the writing is competent and the the story is interesting at least of like this father kind of trying to reunite with his daughter and like trying to figure out what their relationship is, but the acting's not very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess you could skip this one. <laughs> yeah, maybe skip this one. Not super um, great. But, I mean, as we always say... It is free. It is free. So <laughs> what do you have to lose other than uh, 88 minutes? It is also life? pretty short. It I is mean, pretty I, short, yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel it, but... Yeah. Uh, so cool. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for coming um, by. Hope you're all doing well out there. Yeah. Um, what are we gonna do next week on the short report? Next week, 
we are going to do, instead of doing our short, our Christmas short episode after Christmas, we're going to do it before Christmas this year. So this is going to be the Christmas edition of the short report. Woo! And we're going to be talking about, the fuck is the name of this movie? Nestor the Nestor Long-Eared the Christmas, Christmas Donkey. Yes, that's the one. <laughs> uh, Can't do wait. you want to say anything about this? Or should Love we just... it. <laughs> nah, we'll get there when we get there. All right. Come back next week to hear about it. I mean, we, I guess we should say it's on Daily Motion. You can find it. Yes, um, true. It's not there. on YouTube, but it is on Daily Motion. Yeah. Um, so go watch that. Come back next week. Uh, hear what we have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, subscribe to us on Instagram. Give us a follow. You can find us at Broke Box Office. Uh, give us reviews and ratings uh, if you like the show and like subscribe yeah. wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, send us emails. Brokeboxoffice.gmail.com. <laughs> and take care of yourselves everybody yeah we'll see you next time bye-bye bye